Hey friends, welcome back to Real Life, Real Talk, Real Coffee with me, Hannah, your host. I am so excited to start our new episode series on emotion. If you've ever experienced an emotional outburst with your kids, if you've experienced the overwhelming roller coaster of emotions within yourself, or you know, if you want to understand your spouse's feelings better, this series is totally for you. I'm excited for y'all to hear our conversation with Jamie Hatchett about emotion. You'll see that Jamie just has a wealth of knowledge and is just such a grace-filled speaker and just provides a lot of comfort in something that can be uncomfortable. So enjoy the conversation. Well, Jamie, I'm really excited to have this conversation officially with you. Um... But first, I always ask, what's in your mug? Um, today, I have a cinnamon dulce latte um, from Starbucks, and it might be my favorite drink. I was really pumped when Jake said that was your order, because you're the only person that I know that has ordered that. Everybody oh. looks at me like I'm crazy when I say that's my go-to order. No, this is definitely my go-to order, and I'm crazy because even when it's 100 degrees, I must have it hot. Hot. Yeah, that's awesome. Is that what you get all year round, or...? Pretty much. I mean, there's sometimes like a praline uh, oh, latte yes. in the winter season that I really like as well. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, this is my go-to. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was exciting. <laughs> um, well, I'm excited to get to talk to you um, just about education and um, emotion and psychology anyway. But let's um, let the listeners know like what your background is, what your life looks like, who you are, um, just a little bit about you. All right. Well, um, my name is Jamie, yeah. and I recently have got married again. Yeah. So I'm Jamie Hatchett, and I have a very large blended family. Yeah. Um, so I started with three, myself and Bo and Lily, and now I have um, five other children so um, as well, awesome. which is wonderful. So ages yeah. ranging from 11 to 19. Um, it's a I, lot of people in a small amount of years. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it really is. Um, and I'm learning a lot about myself. Like I really get little kids mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. older kids is really stretching and growing me. Yeah. Um, Cause they just, they do, they like to be alone a lot more. And oh, yeah. I'm one that is like, let's go do this. Yes. And they're like, okay. <laughs> this needs some space. <laughs> um, so that's kind of what my family looks yeah. like. And then when I'm at work, I am an early childhood consultant with Heartland um, AEA. Yeah. And so I get the awesome opportunity of working with families in the home yeah. setting, um, birth through age three, to support them in whatever their needs are. Um, you know, a lot of times we get into the home because they have a concern with their child's development. Mm-hmm. And um, when we get there, you know, there's a lot more needs that they're needing. Yeah. Um, whether it might be emotionally for themselves mm-hmm. or physically for something that they are needing to support their family. Yeah. And so I'm learning how to um, adapt and grow to support them in multiple areas. Yeah. Um, and then my other part of my job is I get to work with preschoolers in schools um, and support teachers and yeah. supporting their students so that they can learn the best way they can. And what did you do before you worked at the AEA? I had the world's best job. I got to teach preschool, um, both regular education and special education in Mm -hmm. Adel for 13 years. It was awesome. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's that's cool. I didn't realize that you did special ed too there. Yep. Cool. 
Um, well, we are starting our new podcast series, um, and we're going to be kind of talking about emotions, sort of like the movie Inside Out. So each episode after this will have a different um, emotion that we'll go over. But today, you and I get to talk about emotion in general and just how we process those in a godly way, um, kind of how the world looks at emotion versus how we look at it. Um, and so I'm excited because my counselor brain gets to come out in yeah. this <laughs> series. Um, but just a little bit about the series is not everybody loves talking about emotion, which I get. Um, but we all know people and we all, um, you know, whether you're a parent or at work, knowing how others work and how they're processing their emotions is just really helpful. Knowing how to help someone through that um, or maybe help if you need help yourself. Um, I just think knowing biblical truths about emotion is good and also just learning how others work um, emotionally can be helpful too. So whether you're somebody that loves emotion or not, I always like talking about the feels, but um, we'll have some good info for people. So um, the next episodes that we'll have, we'll have one where we talk about joy and happiness, one where we talk about fear and anxiety, one where we talk about anger, one where we talk about sadness and grief, and then at Thanksgiving we'll end with love and gratitude. So I'm excited to go over each of those. But today, like I've said, we get to cover overall all of them. And I found it really interesting looking up the dictionary definition um, that it's just a natural instinctive state of of the mind deriving from one's circumstances, mood, or relationship with others. And I don't know that I'd ever looked at the dictionary definition before. So both in our careers, we know that it's more complex than a simple definition. (laughs) (laughs) So is there anything that you would take away or add from that? Or how would you explain emotion to someone? I normally just say it's a state of how you're feeling. It's what your body is responding to, Mm -hmm. right? Because we respond to it with physical um, things with our face, on our body language. But then there are feelings inside our bodies that people can't even see. You know, our heart's racing faster, um, our sweat, (laughs) we're sweating, um, in response to lots of different things. So Mm -hmm. I always say it's the reaction that our body has. Um, Yeah. It's a feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Preparing for this, you know, it's kind of interesting to look in my world as school counselor, and I'm sure for you mm-hmm. too, there's a lot of research and a lot of resources and with a more worldly perspective, but I love when um, it's happened a lot, like with a devotional or with a Bible study, where what I'm learning in the Word is mirroring what I'm seeing in students or um, just at school in general. And so one of the uh, definitions that I came across in preparing was, Scripture portrays both human beings and God as having emotions. Human emotions and sentiments are of importance to the life of faith. Human feelings can be positive or negative and are subject to change and misinterpretation. And I had just never really thought about how we, when we read the word, like we see God's emotion too, Mm -hmm. um, which is just cool. So some of the emotions that are listed in scripture that God has are love, compassion, joy, and delight, um, and anger. And as I was thinking through those, thinking about times in my life or maybe seeing it in others' lives where I've seen God display those emotions, um, I'm just curious, have you seen those in your own life or maybe someone else's? Um, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And in the role that I have at work, yeah. um, you know, when you're bringing a baby home, from the hospital Mm -hmm. or you're getting ready to have that baby, you know, you think of their whole life, right? Yeah. And, um, have all these dreams and hopes for them. And then, um, say your baby is born and it has some 
um, mental disability mm-hmm. or physical disability that kind of alters your dream and vision for them. Yeah. Um, they have to work through all those stages, right? Yeah. They're, they were instantly happy that they got to have that baby and there's great joy around it, but then there's instant sadness. Like, yeah. what do you mean my baby's not going to walk? Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and it's okay for a while whether a baby, right? What do you mean my baby's not going to talk or hear my voice ever mm-hmm. or see me? Yeah. You know, it's okay. Mm-hmm. And then they, because they're a baby and they're not doing those things and everybody's babies aren't doing those things. Yeah, yeah. But then you start to go and grow and then they're still not doing them. Mm-hmm. And then you put them in a class with three-year-olds that are the same age as them. And the three-year-olds are talking and walking and telling you what they've done on the weekend. Mm-hmm. And that might be different than what your child is doing. Yeah, the difference is more mm-hmm. apparent and, or obvious. Yeah. Yeah. And so then you, your joy is kind of squelched a little yeah if you don't Mm -hmm. focus on that gratitude and Mm -hmm. all the joy that that child is bringing because the other things start to come over yeah and then they they get through those anger stages yeah um and so I get to see all those emotions but I have to be so I have to have so much empathy for them Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. understanding because if I can't meet that person where they're at I can't help them move forward from it yeah um so you know, a lot of times they want to help their child, but mm-hmm. if they're stuck in one of those emotions, yeah, it's really tricky. It's cool that you get to be a light in that and like just how God has gifted you to meet them where they're at and because he has those emotions too and has displayed them and absolutely, um, it's just awesome that you can walk with them in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I also liked a lot of the emotions that it listed God's people in scripture having weird joy, mm-hmm. um, love for God and one another, sorrow and pain, kind of like what you've talked about, fear, mm-hmm. um, or just his people having um, love or empathy for another. Mm-hmm. Um, how have you seen that maybe in your family or as being a parent even? Oh, yeah. Being yeah. a parent <laughs> being a parent is rough. Yeah. You know, it's the best, um, hardest job that anybody will ever, like yeah. that God has gifted me with. Yeah. Um, and I think you literally think that you failed and succeeded every day, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. With every mountain you climb, mm-hmm. um, you're like, oh, I, I got it. I did yeah. it. And then you're like, oh, how did I, you know, yes. fail at that? Yeah. Um, but it's, I have to look at it. And I just typed this in my phone the other day. You know, God is stretching me, mm-hmm. um, making me more reflective. I, mm-hmm. we have, uh, one of our children, um, that we're just really struggling to connect with. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had to really take a moment and process with my husband, like, you know, why are we having this reaction? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, what are, what are we doing? Yeah. You know, um, and that whole thing, I think you said earlier about the positives and the negatives. Yeah. Um, God asks us to share gratitude with them every day, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Be grateful for what we've been given, see the joy in it. Um, and some days for me, that is just seeing the sunrise. Yeah. Or if I'm on my walk in the morning, I see the stars, right? And mm-hmm. I'm super grateful for it. But then your kids wake up and you're running and you're doing all these things and you forget about the joy that's standing right in front of you because yeah. you get caught up in your schedule. You get caught mm-hmm. up in your routine and you're mm-hmm. getting caught up in all the things that your children are not doing that they should have <laughs> been doing, right? Yeah. Those per- those little things are like, oh, I've told you this a thousand times. Why can't you just yeah. do it? Yeah. Um, and then you forget that they're a kid, mm-hmm. you know? 
and they're not perfect. God didn't make any of us perfect. We're mm-hmm. all imperfect. Um, and so I started to notice that I was focusing all the things that they weren't doing. Mm, yeah. And instead of being like, what are they doing? Yeah. You know, they got up today. Mm-hmm. They, they walked upstairs and they said good morning. Yeah. And what did I respond back with? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I even see that at school. Like, you know, if you have a hard class. Yes. You just get so focused on all the things they're not doing right that then I'm like why do I not like this class it's like Mm -hmm. oh that's on me like Mm -hmm. I'm not looking Mm -hmm. for the good things they're doing so then the other thing that I started analyzing with is that I was so fearful of becoming somebody else Mm. sidebar sorry I'm a really random person so I'm gonna jump off with what I just talked about about them waking up um they they normally say squirrel when I walk into the room because that's what happens with my conversations I do that too it's okay um but I had a deep I had to keep on going with myself because I was like it can't just be me not focusing on the positives Mm -hmm. like what is the true source of why I'm going there yeah and I realized I was trying I was so fearful of other people Mm -hmm. seeing um me as a different another person Mm mm-hmm that they would think that the reason my child isn't doing these things is because mm. um, I'm not doing my job as a parent. Right. Um, I was so fearful that they would start to judge me. Yeah. Um, that I was putting more of these boundaries and more of these things in place mm-hmm. um, to overcome this fear. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting in church on Sunday. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, like, God please take this fear from me yeah. because yeah. I can't control it. You've got mm-hmm. this. Yeah. So I have to have faith in you. Um, and then I just have to love mm-hmm. and I have to find those positives and I have to let go of the things that I cannot control. Yeah. Um, and I think a, as an educator, B as a parent, C is just being me. <laughs> um, I want to control yes. everything because it's comfortable, right? Yeah. It's so much more comfortable. <laughs> yeah. But letting God take that seat, it's a little bit harder. Yeah. So as a parent, I think those are the things that I circle around yeah. to all the time in my emotions. Yeah, that's good. It's a good truth. <laughs> um, do you think that emotions can be a warning sign for deeper issues or? Yeah. Like, they almost kind of like are like a flashlight or a warning signal, mm-hmm. like in your car. <laughs> no, I think you know? you're exactly right. Yeah. You know, because even like body language, mm-hmm. right? You can, um, I on Wednesdays get to pick up Lily from school yeah. to take her to dance. And I was just talking to Gabe about this and Isaac yesterday was like, have you ever just sat and watched the kids come out of the school? Yeah. And they're like, why? I was like, because there's this one girl that comes out with her headphones on and she's singing her song and bopping on the sidewalk without a care in the world. Yeah. Because she knows exactly who she is. Yeah. And then you got these other two kids and their heads are slumped over and their heads are down. Yeah. And you're thinking like, what's going on, buddy? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. how are you doing today? Yeah. And has anybody stopped to ask you that? I often tell people my favorite part of my job is that I get to do lunch duty because you just Mm -hmm. get to see the kids and how they're interacting with each other. And you see a lot of that and just good indicators of maybe who needs some attention and what my day looks like then and talking to different kids. Mm -hmm. And then in the classroom, I see, um, I get to observe a lot for teachers. Like, oh, I've got this kid and he, he just keeps, you know, doing this. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, in fact, he always looks at her first because mm. he wants her attention. Yeah. 
And the only way yes. he's seeking it is in a negative way. Yes. Because even though she gives him positive, that's where his home was. Mm. He gets negative attention there. So he's trying to see if that same skill will mm-hmm. work in the classroom. Yeah. So it's trying to find that underlying root of their behavior. Yeah. And it's normally emotionally yeah. driven. That's well, a good segue to my next question. Oh, so good. what advice do you have um, – either for parents that have kids who are struggling with a lot of emotion or maybe for listeners themselves that are struggling with Mm -hmm. a lot of emotion, just handling that and how to grow through that and not necessarily kind of mentioned earlier, like being stuck in that. Yeah. Um, I know that's kind of like a two way question, but, um, so dealing with kids and emotion and dealing Mm -hmm. with yourself and emotion is you have to be able to label it. Yeah name it name it and so we talk about that even for our toddlers or our our one-year-olds yeah where's like um because a lot of two-year-olds will bite Mm, yeah you know and it's and it's normally because a they want that object Uh they Uh don't have the words yet the communication strategies to obtain the object yeah um or they're mad about something else and Mm -hmm. they just want to bite or they're having a tooth yes. <laughs> come in and they're just biting everything to explore yeah. it. Um, but it's talking about, oh, I see you're angry. Mm. Mm, make your angry face. Yeah. Um, oh, you just shared that block with them. Look at their face. So yeah. it's showing them how they're feeling, labeling it, yeah. modeling it, and then acknowledging how other people feel. Mm. Because once they learn what feelings are for themselves – has no that does not mean they're going to understand that you're feeling something different yes so it's labeling it and modeling it and talking about it yeah so that's for younger kids Mm -hmm. but i think we forget as our kids get older their emotions get bigger yeah but we're not labeling them anymore yeah you know we're kind of just trying to fix it because that's what parents do Mm -hmm. right um instead of that's what we do with ourselves (laughs) yeah like nope i'm fine i'm fine yeah (laughs) um and so sometimes we slap that pat on the back or that mm-hmm. band-aid on we think it's done right yeah oh we had a great day but the emotion's still there mm-hmm. and if it's never addressed or um how are you feeling and really digging in deep to that yeah uh it can be overlooked so yeah. i think giving them the strategies to deal with those feelings mm-hmm. talking about it in a way that they might understand yeah um and it's different for every person yeah so it's you really have to know your person yeah and i think just knowing and having grace that maybe how one of your children is handling things is not how the other one necessarily is going to because we're each different or how I handle it is not the best strategy for others too so mm-hmm. and yeah. letting them know that's okay yeah because all emotions are okay because God shows us over and over yeah yeah that's good um, what about like the opposite of that? Maybe um, someone who has kids that are struggling with being withdrawn and not showing emotion or you know they themselves mm-hmm. are not good at tapping into those emotions right well when you think about a child that doesn't know how mm-hmm. an emotion is mm-hmm. a lot of times they haven't had a lot of it modeled for them yeah so when you think about anything in life yeah you have to label it and model it over and over again um to help them start to identify it in themselves mm-hmm. so that is like the first thing that i think about and then the next thing i think about is if that if a child of yours is more withdrawn it um stand next to them Mm. spend time with them and it might not even be talking yeah but just knowing that you're there just a physical presence yep you know a lot of times for my kids i call that um that hour before bedtime or right at bedtime Mm -hmm. (laughs) so sometimes bedtime gets delayed a little yeah um but if you lay next to one of your older kids Mm -hmm. 
at night before they go to bed and you don't say anything. It's like a human bolt. Yeah. They like everything that they held inside all day. Uh-huh. They just unleash. Wow. And you're like, oh my goodness. Like yeah. it's starting to make sense why you were fe- like acting like this earlier. Yeah. And um, I do recommend that it's just one kid mm. and you and yeah, no, no other, huge. no other things around. Mm-hmm. Um, even the, the lights are already off, right? Yeah. Sometimes it'd be like, do you want to pray with me? Mm. Or do you just want me to sit here? Yeah. Is there anything, you know, that's going on? Yeah. Um, wow. That's incredible. It, it really is neat to see. Yeah. Um, and I've seen it most with the boys. Oh yeah. I was just going to ask like with adults, even like what advice do you have? I mean, I think it's pretty fair to say that most men are pretty withdrawn and won't tap into emotion. Um, but what is that? Jake's laughing at us for those that so can't see him. I would say for women to help explain to um, men in general, uh-huh. we have to label our feelings for them because they're not necessarily in tuned with how we're feeling, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and so they, and they'll all, you know, Chris will say to me all the time, I, I don't have your book. Like, help me understand, mm. you know. The book of Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, okay, when I did this, it was because I was feeling this. Mm. So you, you know, are black and white sometimes. And so you did not, your intention, you did nothing wrong. So I just have to say that you did nothing wrong. Yeah. You were perfect. You were kind. You were gracious. This is how I interpreted your message. Yeah. And it wasn't anything you did, but it's because of what I do to myself. Yeah. When I mm. take a message in like this, I do this to myself. Mm. And so I had to like tell him that because I wanted him to know that nothing he did was unfair. Nothing he did was unreasonable that he acted just like any other man would have acted. But because of who I am Uh and all of the things I've told myself over the years, you know, that negative self-talk you have in your mind, I interpret his message far from where he wanted it to be. And so I think that for women, it's really important that we explain that Mm -hmm. um, because they can't read our book inside. Yeah. They don't know what we're doing to ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. So um, just like we say, we need to label our feelings for kids. Mm-hmm. I think we need to do that for adults too. Yeah. You know, I can see that you're sitting quiet over there. You know, help me understand. Yeah. And I like the way you worded that too, because it's not like, well, why aren't you talking to me? It's oh, like, no. no, I see this happening. Tell me more about that. And it just really good to not I don't know. Sometimes I can get kind of emotional and then get accusatory. (laughs) I am really good at my amygdala, like taking over everything because I'm a mama bear or I'm that, oh, no, because I get passionate. I hear you saying passionate. Um, But there was a seminar I took once and it said count to seven. And Mm -hmm. I've been really working mindfully on that lately. Um, So ask a question and then in your mind, count to seven. I'm not good with wait time, and so this listen, is good. And listen, and listen. And then I, because I'm a squirrel, as mm-hmm. I told you already, um, when somebody's talking, I'm one of those relationist people. So, like, mm. I'm already thinking about how I'm going to respond to you <laughs> because I want to make sure yeah. that I connected to you in some way because mm-hmm. I love that connection piece. Um, but because of that, I'm not deeply listening. Mm. So if I start to count to seven, um, I... I, I tune myself out of me trying to respond and I actually actively listen. Yeah. So also remember to listen. Yeah. Like listening might be the most important thing we can do, but mm. it's also the last thing we remember. Yes. And I think 
it's just one of the skills that's hardest to learn to do mm-hmm. well. So good, like easy to remember strategies like that are so helpful. And I think as parents, we also have to remember that our children can grow when we don't fix things for them. Mm. Yeah. That's uh, I'm really bad at that. So people are like, oh, she's so bad at that. Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really bad at that because I want to fix things for them. Yeah. Um, but instead of fixing things for them, try asking them more questions. Mm. You know, in preschool, Mm -hmm. we start by um, getting everybody to ask questions. Tell me more. Mm -hmm. If you, then my favorite prompt in preschool world is they'll always say, I can't do that. I don't know how. But if you did, what would you try? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Isn't that so powerful? It works for adults too. Yeah. But if you did, what would you try? Well, I think I would go here and click on that. Okay. Let's see see if that works. Oh, I'm totally doing that tomorrow. That's. If I had a dollar for every time I heard a middle schooler say that, I know. That would be if you did, but if you were Johnny, what do you think he would have tried? Mm. You know, like yeah, that's so awesome. Um, okay, so we're gonna kind of transition to talking about each of the uh, episodes we'll have coming up next. And I just want to do a little overview um, of each emotion and well, each group of emotions, I guess. And so, like the world and culture that we live in. Um, I struggle with this because I really like that our culture is focused on um, self-care, learning how to express yourself well, but I almost feel like sometimes it becomes doing that at all costs and then we, you know, it's very easy to get swayed from like a biblical perspective as Mm -hmm. a believer. Um, So as believers, we get to um, look at that through a Christ perspective and in light of the truth of the word and all of that. So I want to go through each of those emotions and kind of talk about like the worldly perspective of that emotion and then um, how we can see what, how God calls us to live that out well. So um, up first, we've got joy and happiness. And I'm just curious to hear how you would define each of those. Man, joy is just, um, when you say joy, immediately my <laughs> my mouth goes to a smile yeah. because mm-hmm. there's so many moments throughout the day that you can seek and find joy in the, mm-hmm. those around you, but that also in what God has given you. Yeah. Um, so I don't even know how to define joy at yeah. this moment. I feel like it's just a, it's a feeling. <laughs> yeah. yeah just, I think one of the things I think of most in the, the difference, I guess, in those yeah. two perspectives um, – for high school ministry, we went on a retreat with the yes. girls and one of the girls was talking about, um, that she really, you know, knew that she knew Christ and that she had a re- relationship that was hers, not just her parents. Mm-hmm. When she realized that there is eternal joy in Jesus and not a temporary happiness. Yeah, I was like, Holy was cow. Wow. I feel like she just wrote the definition. I know. <laughs> um, and I just, I loved the word temporary versus eternal because, yeah. you know, there's lots of things that can make you happy temporarily, mm-hmm. but having that eternal joy, things like the sunrise or right. um, those little moments, they mean so much more because you, yeah, you see the gift that they are from God. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas if it's temporary happiness, it's temporary and it fades away. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, do you have anything else to add on those two? I don't. Um, So up next we have fear and anxiety, which I just feel like our whole world is 
It's a lot of that. Yeah, a lot know. of fear and anxiety. Um, so maybe how do you see that play out or how would you define that? I don't know necessarily how I would define it, but I know that when I'm letting it control me, mm. it's so much more in a worldly view. Yeah, yeah. But when I own it yeah. and leave, give it to God, then it becomes my godly view. I don't know if that mean, makes any sense at all, but, you know, fear has lost its control on me when I have given it mm. to God and just trust. Yeah. And I think that has actually been my prayer like all week. I've mm. needed to really focus on letting go of that fear. Yeah. Because um, it was consuming me in all mm. aspects where I looked at Chris and I was like, I can't, I'm not finding the joy right now. Mm. Because it I, robs you. It really did yeah. rob me. And I wasn't seeing all of the, the joyful mm. things that were right in front of me. Yeah. I think I'm thinking back to when you were talking about naming things. And I think fear is often one of the things that's hardest to name mm-hmm. because we're afraid to name it. Mm-hmm. And th- that's part of why it can consume you so easily yeah. is because it stays in the dark and it stays, you know, and hidden. It does because we're fearful that other people know. Yes. Yes. When... It's just fascinating because we're all struggling with it, but nobody mm-hmm. wants to talk about it. You know, it, it brings you back to that line, like, don't be judging other people because mm-hmm. you have no idea what they're going through. Yeah. Everybody's got that layer of, yeah, I'm sure, fear inside of them that yeah. is controlling some aspect. Mm-hmm. And I love um, just the number of times in scripture that fear is named. So, it, you know. Mm-hmm. We are going to feel it and we are going to feel anxiety or worry, but we're called to give it to him and yep. and rest in the peace that he gives, which is, mm-hmm. you know, that trust and that peace is the opposite. Mm-hmm. Um, which is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. But having to let it go to him yes. is the hardest thing. Yes. <laughs> I don't, I, I'm going to squirrel here. <laughs> That's okay. Um, <laughs> I think one of the things I find most comforting about scripture is you know, well, David with the Psalms and how his emotions go all over the place Mm -hmm. or the book of Lamentations, like there are hard emotions and, um, doubt and worry. Like we're not alone in feeling those and you're not a bad believer because you feel them. Like we're going to feel them and we get to grow closer to the Lord in them. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it's cool when you are able to give it to Mm -hmm. him, but naming them is huge. Mm -hmm. Um, this is one I struggle with the most, um, but what about, not like me personally, I struggle with understanding in others, but mm-hmm. what, um, would you say about anger? I just think about when I was angry mm. and I think that when I get angry, um, or angry at God yeah. for a situation he, pu- he has put me in, Mm-hmm. You know, I'm trying to figure out the why. Yeah. You know, I feel like when we get angry, we're always trying to figure out the why. Mm. Why did this happen? Or, and you're, because you're always trying to crawl out of it, right? You're, yeah. But it's a strong, it's an overpowering emotion. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you reflect back, when your anger's gone. Yeah. It's just... You don't need to know why mm-hmm. it happened. Mm-hmm. And he was there the whole time, but he let you get angry because he knows that's what what happens. Yeah. And I think something I talk to kids about a lot is like that is really hard that that happened. And it's okay that it made you mad. It's okay that it made you angry. Mm-hmm. A lot of times they'll look at me like, wait, 
<laughs> I'm not going to get in trouble now. What? Yeah. <laughs> like how you handled your anger maybe wasn't the best choice. So let's talk about that. Yes, but it's okay <laughs> that you were angry. And yeah. I think just we're constantly, um, I don't know, one of the things I think people feel a lot is it's not okay to feel. And it's and show the emotion. Yes, mm-hmm. and it's absolutely okay to show it. Learning how to do it appropriately and in a healthy way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is huge because we all have the emotion. Mm -hmm. You might not maybe be as in touch with that as someone else is, but you have that emotion. Mm -hmm. Um, And then just learning how to display that and process through it well. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that that's probably why anger is hard for me because um, it's really hard for me to get angry. (laughs) Like if I have to do something with discipline at school, like I have to be like, you have to be stern. (laughs) I have to talk myself (laughs) into it. (laughs) <laughs> take all the emotion out of your voice yeah. that's normally what I yeah because yeah. I I tend to have that upward like tone yeah yeah in my voice when I'm trying to be calm but yeah but I like it's a really strong emotion but it's also fleeting like it mm-hmm. it comes in like a tidal wave and then it's gone yep um and which, it normally leaves them exhausted I feel like at yeah. the end because there's a lot of energy going into being mm-hmm. angry yes and yeah. so they're exhausted afterwards yeah And I think a lot of what you talked about earlier, you know, helping kids or anyone Mm -hmm. process that emotion Mm -hmm. and asking those questions can help handle that emotion better the next time. Mm -hmm. Like it is an evolving, it's a process. It is a process. But I think the most important thing to remember is that when they are angry, don't talk. Mm. When they are angry, make sure everybody's staying safe, Mm -hmm. but don't talk. Mm, yeah they need time to come and have that emotion yeah and be as long as they're safe and those around them are safe let them have the emotion yeah and when they've calmed down mm-hmm. and are back to a, like a zero or a one yeah then have those conversations i bet you were scared that you were that angry mm. what, what was making you feel like that yeah you know when i'm angry this is what i have to do mm-hmm mm-hmm And then I'm ready to go again and give them real strategies, but not in the moment. I think as teachers and as parents and as best friends, you want to jump right in there and catch them where they're angry so that and fix it it, or calm down, (laughs) which is not bringing them down. Right. Um, right. It's most of the time they're going to fire back because they're in their reactive side of their brain. Right. They're not able to think. Yeah. So just, I think that's probably the most important thing. Yeah. Do you talk about the flip your lid strategy with the hand model of the brain? That's one of my favorite things is you flipped your lid. Let's bring it back. (laughs) Yes. Um, And I love like doing that activity with students, just even just talking about the science of the brain. Mm -hmm. They're like, that's why I do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because everything took over. (laughs) Yes. You're not... There's nothing wrong with you. You have a brain. No. <laughs> yeah. This is how, what, what brains do sometimes. So mm-hmm. anyway, yeah. Um, I think one of the hardest ones to talk about, just because there's a lot of emotion or mm-hmm. raw and real pain in it, is sadness and grief. Yes. Um, but I also think that this is one of the emotions that we see displayed in scripture a lot, is mm-hmm. people processing and walking through hard things. Um, so what would you have to say about those two? I feel like they're quiet emotions. Mm-hmm. And I feel like um, we do see it in scripture, but as a world, like we don't 
know how to really comfort those that are in sadness and grief. Yeah. Like, I think they think it's a temporary thing that'll go away. Yeah. But they forget that it's a cycle that continues, Yeah. you know, on and on and on. For mm-hmm. those that have lost a loved one, like a parent. Yeah. You know, every, every holiday is... Mm-hmm. not the same anymore yeah yeah and the first time they go to pick up that phone to call them it's not they aren't there anymore yeah you know it's not a temporary thing yeah you know it's continual mm-hmm. and as a society we handle it by going to the funeral or sending a card and then we move on it's like it's not there anymore yeah. when for that person it's very much still there yeah and i think um We've had a handful of students this year whose parents have passed away or there's been a divorce. A lot has happened in mm-hmm. the five months since we were at school. Um, and going back to naming it, like, that is hard and it's okay that you're sad. Mm-hmm. Um, and even say, like, what about that is sad to you? Like, what do you miss? What did you lose? Because there's a loss there. Mm-hmm. And you have to name the loss and mm-hmm. will have to over and over again. Yes. Um so I just like how you pointed out that it's continual. Like, it's not something that's a one and done deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think when you accept that and acknowledge that, mm-hmm. sadness and grief is easier to deal with mm-hmm. because you don't constantly feel like you're failing because you're stuck in sadness or right. you're stuck in grief. You know, you, mm-hmm. I, I conquered that time and it'll mm-hmm. come again and I'll be able to do it again. Absolutely. Yeah. I, that's when I get that journal out and I yes. start writing the list of. Yeah. Of things that I'm grateful for. Mm. Well, that's perfect. The last one. <laughs> <laughs> um, the last one, the episode that we'll have is love and gratitude. And um, I just, those two emotions are one of the things that, um, I think the way that we display them and experience them as believers just gives so much honor and glory to God and who he is mm-hmm. because it it can be so much deeper than worldly love or worldly gratitude. So what are you, what are your thoughts on those two? Oh, I'm, when I think about gratitude, like I am amazed Mm. like every day when I just in everything, Yeah, you know, and I feel like the worldly things sometimes get in the way. And then when I'm able to pause for a moment and see all that is before me, Mm -hmm. um, is pure amazement. I feel like that is what I think of all the time. Yeah. Um, and I think that love is such a deep, mm. deep emotion. Mm-hmm. Um, and it makes you feel all the other emotions at the same time. Yes. Ooh, that's good. Because um, I've explained this to my children that um, my love is unconditional, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that I'm going to have those other emotions that go along with it, that loving someone so much um, might be the hardest thing in the world. Cause it means that you're going to experience probably those other emotions yeah. at some point, but that love is never ending. Yeah. We've talked a lot, um, I guess with youth group kids, but mm-hmm. also with our life group, um, recently about, I think one of the biggest spiritual battles that we face as people is not, is like kind of losing the meaning of words almost and how the enemy just kind of manipulates how we interpret them so even Mm -hmm. like the word love we don't under we we can't understand how much god loves us and part of that is just because he is god and there's so much to Mm -hmm. him and just 
he's omnipotent and all of that. Mm-hmm. But there's also how that, um, just how sin has entered our lives and keeps us from loving one another well or from mm-hmm. loving God well. Mm-hmm. We just don't understand love the way that maybe he like intended us to. Mm-hmm. Um, and so taking the time to pause and reflect on that is so huge. And I think when we do pause and reflect on it, we're able to experience gratitude in light of that Real too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, yeah. I like how you said that. Yeah. And I've just been talking about just the way we use the word love, like, oh, I love pizza. Like right. how that sways <laughs> or skews your right. understanding of love. and Because, mm-hmm. yes, I do love pizza. But, <laughs> yeah, but God loves too. me way more than pizza. Right. <laughs> you know, so, yeah. Um, one of my favorite things about um, emotions in general, but I kind of referenced at the beginning of the movie Inside Out um, mm-hmm. from Disney and Pixar. My favorite moment is when um, – Bing Bong is crying um, before they go through the like 3D, 2D mm-hmm. thing. And Joy wants him to just move on and be happy and fine. And sadness is like, no, tell me why you're sad. And you you just see in that moment, like you need both emotions. They yep. need to work together. And really, it's kind of the whole movie is the brain falls apart when you're missing two of those emotions. Yep. So I just love how God made us to have them all. Mm-hmm. Um and use them all and um, just continually grow closer to him in each of them, you know, yes. depending on what season you're in. Do you have any other things about emotion or ideas or concepts that you want to <laughs> impart knowledge on? No, I feel like we've covered a, we've covered lot, a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. So Awesome. Well, at New Hope, our values are love, grow, and go. So loving others, growing in your faith, or going and serving. Um, so where do you feel like God has you right now in the season you're in? It could be more than one of them at the okay. same time. Or? Yeah. No, I think that in my particular season, mm-hmm. I'm learning to love. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes when you're learning to love, you have to really understand that person mm. to love them well. Yeah. Because love is interpreted so many different ways. Yeah. And I give love um, by, I, I'm like, I love deeply, right? Like, mm-hmm. so I'm in your space, I'm giving you hugs yeah. and um, I want to support and be there and help and be the biggest cheerleader. But, you know, not everybody receives love that way. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes yeah. it's just by sitting next to them quietly, which I'm not very good at, but I'm getting a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I feel like I just have a lot of people in my life now that I need to learn to love well. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really listening to God to help me with that. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, because of that, I'm challenging myself more and more because I have to be so reflective. Mm. And mm-hmm. um, when I'm reflective of myself, I really have to ask God to help me with that. And yeah. so I think growing in my faith and listening to scripture and, you know, calling it out. Yeah. What God has laid before me so that mm-hmm. I can really do that loving part well yeah so I think those are the places that I'm at right now yeah is going in my faith to help love others yeah I even like how you describe that because no matter what emotion you're experiencing you're not alone in that and he is there with you in that Mm -hmm. and can show you and and grow you and mold you to be closer to him or to to love others and serve others better through that emotion Mm -hmm. um which is just cool that we get to have that as believers so yes yeah 
Well, thank you so much. This was just so fun. And yes, it was. Thank I you. love nerding out like this. I don't get to do it very often. So. <laughs> well, thank you for letting me come. Yeah. Friends, I love that conversation. Talking about the feels is one of my favorite things, and talking about it with Jamie has become one of my new favorite things. She has so much wisdom and knowledge to offer and um, just speaks with such eloquence, and um, it's cool to see how God works in and through her and her job and also with her family. So hope you enjoyed that conversation, and we look forward to having you join us next time.